right, come on, because we've not even touched on, we've not even touched on the documentary, Tories Trophy, the fact that you uh, went. How and, long we got? Just out into because. Well, you've got to. The thing is, we as people might know got or another not. Another thirty-five seconds. Get it all in. <laughs> we've right. got. Um, we're, curr- great. we're currently at the Manx Grand Prix, and you're out in in an hour and a half. Oh, plenty of time. If you've got an hour and a half, I'd quite happily. No, that's your that's off. you have to be you have to be lid on levers up. Yeah, that's fine. Give Vise us, it give us down. Hour twenty-five minutes. We're fine. Decided to do these every single race. What was the what was the driving force behind that? So did, you didn't just suddenly see Ernie coach one day in his van and no. think, oh, I'm going to do what Ernie yeah. did. You know, so there must have been a conversation or someone said to you, either I bet you can't do that or some <laughs> over, you know a pint. I mean? over a pint. Over a pint, yeah. What, what was the... It was actually Shuey. So yeah. Shuey, we got chatting in... That's Paul Shoesmith. Yeah. Paul Shoesmith. Yeah. Um, and he actually said, you know, we were just chatting about racing. So he was on the stock beamer, I was on whatever, uh, and, and we were just chatting. And then all of a sudden he said, oh, I'm, I'm, I bought a sidecar. And I was like, what the fuck you bought one of them for? They're fucking lunatics. <laughs> and then we sort of chatted about it, and, and I sort of got a, a vague grasp of where he was coming from in terms of if you look at throttle percentages and everything else. I think his mentality was slightly wrong in terms of he was like, it should be nice and easy because he's just flat everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Get where he was coming from. But it sort of... Bear, bearing in mind, Shuey was probably the most unfit little man. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And this is as a friend. You know, that was typical. He was looking at it because, oh, that'll be easier. That's, 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 what, we, that's what we need I to don't do. need to move around on the bike. I can <laughs> so just I can sit just there, sit just twist there. the throttle, do that someone a couple of times, the work and someone bike. else can do I'll the work. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, and to be fair, that later on that day, so we were chatting that day, I broke down at, um, there's a right-hander just after K3. So just sat on yeah. that bench and there's a bumpy right-hander. And I sat there eating this Marshall sandwiches, drinking his tea, and the sidecars were out next practice session. And I was like, well, I mean, I've not seen them through, through here be before. they through there as well. And I could hear these bikes coming. I was like, can I set them? They are, they're ages away yet. Give it two or three minutes. So I was like, nah, they've literally around the corner. Literally two or three minutes later, I can hear them yeah. coming through. And I'm like, fuck me, they're not shutting off for anything here. You can hear him just literally down to down changing for for that left hander before, and then it's just back on again. You can hear him coming, the revs rise, you know that that crescendo of noise, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Molly, Birchall's, Crowies, whoever it was, you know these boys come past me, and I'm sat with this marshal, and the marshal actually filmed me because he said, "I want to see your reaction." I was over the wall. <laughs> you know what? They were flat through this right hander. The outfit's just skipping around, and I was just like. I went and saw Shuey the next day. I said, mate, I've just, you could see the drivers wrestling with these yeah. bikes as they're going through this right hander. Um, more so out of, for Molly, actually, out of all the because you could see his shoulders, I think it was. Mm. But anyway, I went and saw Shuey. I was like, mate, if you want to do theory. that sidecar, <laughs> yeah. that's slightly wrong. You know, what I've just seen last night and witnessed is not exactly what you're portraying is going to be an easy life. So there was obviously cogs in my head. Um, but also, you know, we're sort of late starting with bikes. We love bikes. I love this place. So I've only got probably another two or three years of solo racing where I'm aiming for top tens. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas sidecar, you can hopefully carry on. It's an older man sport, let's face it. Yeah. You know, um, he says that not normal old men race sidecars. This is not. It's not. No. A, yeah, you know I mean? He says that like he's going uh, to play a croquet. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. A, 
You don't get Cro- to 65. Cream balls. Croquet's got the adrenaline buzz. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna go to the TT when I'm 65 <laughs> yeah. and race a sidecar. That is not the thought process of normal people. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, but it's the way things. It's the sort of generation thing. You know, you get a yeah. couple of mates together. Let's buy a sidecar. Let's go racing because they've had that. They've got the midlife crisis, but they've also got that. The kids have moved out, and that's what you know. It's very rare that you've got the Birchalls, the Crows, and a few others that are coming up through at twenties. Yeah, which is unfortunately just part of that. You've got to appreciate that in in this in this system of that race series. Yeah, it is an older man generation. So when the TT said no one over forty can do it, they literally crippled it straight away. Because did they say that? Well, there was a, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Over yeah. forty, no one over forty can enter. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. that's going to... And it did, unfortunately, for the sidecar fraternity. Yeah. It sort of did have a bit of a knock-on effect because there's 10, 15 guys I know that were desperate to do it. But, of course, they only started racing at 40. Yeah. They've then now got their national license at 50 and they now want to do the TT. Still very good races. Oh, still... so you mean you can't come as a newcomer? Yeah. Ah, right, okay. I thought yeah. he, he doesn't mean... Yeah. Yeah, which is what no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 You but can't come as a newcomer. As a newcomer. If you're, yeah, so if you raced 20 years ago even, you would be allowed to come back. Yes. And, yeah. So it sort of just had that little bit of a knock-on effect of affecting that sidecar. Yeah mentality of oh shit and then obviously you've got I don't really understand the theory behind that because if you're if you're still coming at 60 and they're worried about you not being physically fit enough no as a a, I don't understand I can get it from a solo point of view I can get it yeah but unfortunately, they just had that blanket rule of... So everyone, oh, so it's for solos and... Yeah, I, I didn't it even, was, it was I about three or four years ago or five yeah. years ago. They said, right, you know, however many years ago, they said, right, there is a blanket cut off, no newcomers over 40. And of course, there was a couple of solos that wanted to That's do it. Me out. Is this going to affect his career? No, 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 no. No, no I think I've they've... got a special dispensation. Got, you have you got, still got your Steve Plater license of yeah, yeah, 26, yeah. haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. With yeah. your stature, Chris, you'll be it. fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> he looked you in the eye when he said that. Even and that was cold. And this and that was cold. His <laughs> stature. He's got the shoulders. I've got the weight. You've I've got, got the weight. You've got the pecs, the shoulders, the lot. I might be 45, but I've got the weight. I don't think that's going to really persuade them. Can you ride a bike? Not really, but I am fat. Promise, I won't blow away. You make a good passenger. We've established that already. Exactly. Yeah. Just sit like a sack. So will he would he not be allowed to be a passenger now as well? Then is that no? I think they have they sort of changed it because they realised it was going to kill it. Yeah. Was going to kill it off within two or three years. Again, I've got special dispensation, me mate. Definitely. They know me around here. Definitely special. You got some. You got some weight. <laughs> pull. You got some pull. Got, got some, some pull. That's better. So uh, yeah, that that was uh, you know. But long and short of it, that's where the sort of idea probably stemmed from yeah. um, and then we got involved with True Heroes Racing at BSB and at the time I got involved with them um, I thought they wanted me to race my Superstock bike in Superstock for them and they said no, no, no you know they're proper true, team yeah, yeah, probably yeah, good team do a lot of stuff for, for obviously injured riders and sorry injured, injured servicemen uh, no, we'll provide the bike so obviously when they provide the bike I was like well I've got the Superstock ZX10 here uh, and I sort of spoke to Phil, and obviously we've got some guys involved with the team that have lost some limbs. And mm-hmm. I said, well, look, you know, I want to get involved with sidecars potentially. If you don't need me to race my Superstock bike, I'll sell that and then put that money into a sidecar. And he's like, oh, sidecar, yeah, that'd be good. You know, obviously for the amputee side of things mm-hmm. as well, which potentially is 
That, yeah. Definitely a, a, an avenue that they can go look at Rick Long with one leg missing racing. Mm -hmm. Still a phenomenal rider. Um, there's a driver that I know that races TT without one leg. I can't, yes. Is it one leg? Yeah, because he's invented the pro shift guy. So, you know, like he can't change gear with his legs. Yeah. So the sidecar actually, in terms of missing limbs, is an avenue for getting people into racing. So yeah. it tweaked his idea. Definitely tweaked my idea because it was an avenue because no one's going to say, uh, you know, at this point I knew Revo and I was like, Tim, can I, can I borrow your sidecar? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. off. You, you know, it's like no one's going to lend you 40 grand worth of sidecar to go and try it just to see if you like yeah. it. Yeah. So got rid of the Superstock bike, bought the Shell One outfit. And again, as soon as I got in it, the little haunch was going. I was like, fuck me, I love this. Um, and because was, they get battered around. Like oh. you see them, there's, there's, it's not uncommon for the chassis to need welding and, yeah. you know, like they, they do. Take the bikes take a battering. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you can see it with the drive. And I, again, didn't appreciate how physically hard work yeah. it was. So we get into this sidecar outfit, first time down Solby Strait, and bounced out the seat onto the seat unit. I'm like, what the Bounced out of the seat? Out of the seat. So I literally was like, Freddie was in there, sort of tucked in, in in the back, and I'm literally nearly joining him. My ass That'd have been fun if he'd have looked up and you sat beside him. <laughs> <laughs> Should you not be there? <laughs> so yeah, just a massive eye-opener. Uh, it did take some getting used to, I have to admit. So in terms of, didn't want to do a shoey and sort of say, this is going to be easy, mm -hmm. but did have a sort of mentality of thinking, we'd done all right at the Southern 100, We'd done all right on short circuits in the limited time we'd, we'd mm -hmm. been racing sidecars. So I sort of came to the TT thinking, we're going to go all right. But the TT course is so different, like Lee said before. Yeah. It's so different to the 700. That was my first introduction to road racing. Yeah, It's like a billiard table. Yes, there is a bumps, yeah, but, but it not, doesn't yeah. kick the bike over the over the track. Yeah. Came to the TT, I got down Bray and I was like fighting the bike just to get it to, to turn. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? But the camber has such an effect on the bike. So yeah. you get on the brakes and it just fucks off to the side yeah. and you're like, oh my days. And you're, so you're getting off the brake to get it back in line to then brake again. It's so different. And then mm -hmm. obviously the bumps through from sort of end of Solby, well, start of Solby that year, you know, all the way through to sort of Ramsey. Yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. My tongue, I bit my tongue. I fucking nearly lost my tooth. Vicky this year, bloodied her nose, bit through her tongue. It, you know, they take a battery. Really? Take an absolute battery. The, the like, I know I have a lot of respect for, for a driver, but I, any time you're in the physio, there will be a sidecar passenger in the, the just, the, the birth, the body's all bruised. Mm. And oh, I bet. It's just smashing off a carbon fiber yeah. plate for, yeah. seven, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's 20 no suspension minutes. About you know just so summed it's like it up. Most, it's like someone might be just hitting you, it's just sitting tapping away at you with a cricket bat for, That's for 20 minutes. You're like, yeah. it's not, yeah. It's, exactly that. And it's just that reoccurring. Yeah. See him Spock gets hit, all see him part yeah. yeah. horrendous. And Vicky, I mean, they are all tough as nails, but Vicky, as a you know, female passenger, mm -hmm. fucking Jesus, I've never met anyone like it. She's amazing. <laughs> I absolutely love her to pieces. And she's refreshed me, because obviously sidecars, when we go racing solos, you get the bike out of the van, put it on tyre warmers, and away you go, it's you and the bike. Yeah. The sidecar side of things, and this is where we sort of had some issues to start off with in the three years I've been racing them. There's a third party. Were you selfish? Because we're all selfish. We're all selfish, but there's... You've got us. We're all selfish, selfish to a degree, but I'm actually quite selfless, I think. Yeah. I think you'll find. If you got to know me a bit more, Lee, I think you'd find I'm quite selfless. I'm but not. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's 
there's a third party involvement. There's another personality, and that's yeah. where we were clashing. So when we got Vicky involved, not that we didn't enjoy the racing with Sean and whoever else we had on. Tom was mega, but he didn't want to do roads, you know. So there is that. You've got that. You haven't got a sack of spuds sat there. Yeah. In some respects, I wish you yeah. you could you have that. Have. Yeah. You know, do you want a sack of spuds or do you want a passenger? Tell you what, sometimes, you know, it's easier to just get rid of that, that, other, that yeah. other personality. But for me, having Vicky is just mega refreshing. We just enjoy it. We're never going to be the virtuals. We're never going to be short circuit champions. We just want to enjoy racing. And, and I think that's do. what it is. You spend a lot of money going racing, you may as well fucking enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But again, if you've not watched it, people at home, if you're listening to this, uh, the Tourist Trophy documentary... I I'll still remember the it's one of the last shots where you stood outside the tent and you look like you've aged about twenty years. Like you didn't sleep for two weeks. <laughs> it's it, but but I, I look at it and I go, how safe is that? Yeah. Because at what point do you have to say I'm too? Was there any point during all that you were like, nah, this is too much? I've got a very when we spoke about the TT, you've got to have that respect for the TT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a <clears throat> healthy respect for um, myself in terms of if I've gone past that point, I will definitely pull to myself. To make a logical Yeah, decision. I'll definitely say to myself, right, do you know what? I mean, this year before the sub, uh, the Super Twin race, I was actually asleep on Glencrypsy Road because, uh, you know, just jumped off the Super Stock bike. Uh, and it was day, this was the Friday, so the last day before the senior race yeah. day. Um, got off the Superstock bike uh, and they said, you know, you've got 45 minutes, whatever it is, between, before the Super Twin race. Um, and I was like, right, just I'm just going to be up there. And I literally just went up against the wall. Nice, you know, blazing hot day. So I was in the shade, bit of a breeze. I was asleep. And they literally kicked me to wake me up before I got on the Twin race. And at that point, Grant, who owned the bike, was like, I'm not happy you're riding. I was like, look, trust me, if I've... And I knew as soon as I put my lid on, you know, I was like sat there sort of... Went back to sleep again. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't feel like it, but, you know, I sort of sat there sort of wiping my eyes thinking, you know, but I knew in myself, if I was going to be too tired, I would have done. And it was the same the year before. We did struggle more the year before because I didn't have my own space to refresh. Yeah. As in to... I mean, this year, obviously, we didn't sleep brilliantly through the night, but I'd go and see the boys in the morning, have a quick cup of tea and a chat with them. And then I'd just Going, disappear, yeah. and I'd, yeah. I'd be having, I'd, I'd have my sleep like during the day. I'd just snooze yeah. for two hours before anything was going on. So having that little caravan space mm-hmm. was a god's you know, lifesaver. Yeah, um, we didn't have that that year. We made the documentary. I definitely felt at points. I mean, if, yeah, if you, you look at your... it as a documentary, it's mega. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and as for private, it's been absolutely brilliant. But there are points on it where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I did look. Yeah, Plus, I don't, the, I don't look the enjoyment amazing. goes out of it, you know, because he, you, not he, you are racing because you want to enjoy it. Do you know what mm. I mean? You're not under any realistic thing. You're going to turn up and win a TT. So the second that that's not happening, what is the actual point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, if you're too tired and it's not, you're not going. to, If you go around and you had a bit of a scare because you were too tired, you just go. Well, this is not. You know, because it's a you're a logical person. Yeah. And you're not going to make a. Yeah. But how important was it to? Because the idea of this challenge was to start them and ideally finish them. Yeah, of course, we had the... That was the theory. Yeah. You know, 
in reality, we worded it. We were going to be the first person to start and race as the as the driver and rider yeah. every race. So yeah. In 2022, we accomplished it. Yeah. We had the goal of finishing every race and obviously got let down with a gear shifter on the last race. Yeah. That was obviously to match. It. He spoiled it now. He's that must be nice getting the whole oh, way to the last. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, definitely worth it. It is a good documentary. It is, it? It's really good. So we didn't manage it that year. And then obviously, that was it for me in terms of trying that challenge until the TT organisers changed the schedule. When let's have another two races. Let's have another two races. And I said, well, look, you know, let's just keep the ball rolling. Again, we did it. We did the whole of TT 2022 on, I think it was about five and a half grand. And this year it's about That's seven and a half, eight grand. Isn't it? So, you know, so we don't have massive budgets. We've just got very kind people that lend me bikes. Yeah. Without them, I wouldn't be riding. It's as simple as that. And, well, and most I think teams, a lot would, of, that wouldn't even be your... Accommodation and food bill. No, yeah. absolutely. Over in a year, even. That's crazy. Isn't you it? know, so I've got, and I, I am thankful. You know, at the end of the day, as a privateer racing motorcycles at forty odd years old, I am thankful every time I get on a bike, because I know without these people supporting me, like this year, on the Manx Norton, yeah. on, on the Kawasaki, without these guys ringing me up and saying, "I've got a bike here, do you want to ride it?" I wouldn't have a pot to piss in. So yeah. You know, I'm very thankful to these guys and hopefully that, that sort of coverage and stuff will get us up there. Because I know if I was on an Ashcourt racing R6, I'd be in the top five. Easy. To be Easy. honest. It Probably would, pushing towards the top I'm going to say it, it's hard to not win on it. <laughs> I'm doing a good job of trying not to win on it. <laughs> it was, and I'd love that opportunity. If, and I, yeah. I jokingly said it this year in the documentary. I said, like, you know, if, if Hickey would lend me or Fejo would lend me that, Super just sport to bike, see. just to see. Potentially not the super sport bike, because big bikes do scare me. But super sport or a good super twin or something like that, and just say, go and have a go. I think the big, the biggest what, advantage would, be a, would a, be a really good super twin because you can ride that hard. Even a, a good super sport bike now, you still have to do 130 mile an hour. Yeah, you know, to but to get a good result and have a good advantage, a good super twin would yeah, be the best. Definitely, mm. best you know, I can I can to, knock out 120 mile an hour on that yeah. and go. Because that, that would just be fun. And if that kept going, you're realistically in with a chance. Yeah. You're in with a chance, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's never going to happen. I mean, I've only ever ridden super stock machinery, as in the pretty literally bog standard with, we ran it with standard handlebars on. You know, and it's, it's just yeah. one of them. You do feel a little bit, it does need to be lower and stuff like that. But yeah, one day, if we get some money involved, um, where we can actually put some money into a bike... I'd relish it just to see what would happen. I'm not going to say I'm going to be top five, but I'd like to think I'd be top ten, yeah. pushing towards top ten. Maybe these people are just waiting for a bit of maturity, and you know that's it. Well, I do need to mature mentally. I'd say yeah. That. There's no chance of that. Then it's going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> mentally, uh, yeah, I'm still <laughs> regressing. I think I'm probably about eight years old. So now. talking of wanting new stuff, better stuff potentially. What's what's the focus and what's the goal for? So twenty twenty four because you're off. You, we, we're we, off. Listen, we've not even touched on the Falklands CT. RAF, like any of that. But you are off to the Falklands. You were saying in a couple of weeks or next week. Literally, yeah. I land back from the Manx on the next Monday night. We leave straight mm -hmm. after the race. Unfortunately, won't even make the presentation night because the next day I'm off to the Falklands. So because you have a day job. Day job, RAF, Royal yeah. Air Force. Um, I bet you've got some stories from that. I love it. As a career, it's been very good. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't join it to... I, I joined it before I even started riding bikes. So, so, you know, it wasn't ever a case of 
join it because the MSA will pay for your racing. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen anyway. Yeah. But um, I joined it because, me, you know, my grandfather was in, my dad was in, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just one of those sort of, they enjoyed it. Yeah. So. It's a good career. Good career, yeah. Get to see um, the world. feel like I've, I've earned a few medals out of it and stuff. So uh, I'm proud to say I've done my bit for the Queen and King. And then we're going to move on next year. I think we're coming out next next year, middle of the next year. We're out after 22 years. So that will change racing to some degree, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because everything's done under the MSA banner at the minute. So, I mean, we're still going to be racing TT. That's never going to change. Yeah. But yeah, so sadly, literally land back from here, head off to the Falklands, back in 2024, fit, healthy, ready for 2024's TT. To compete in every single event again? Yes and no. And are you making it a thing now? You've kind of done no, that? You just, you I just... don't want to be that guy that just is, oh, it's Jack just trying to do 10 again. Yeah. I want to do just 10. Just trying to do just 10 yeah. again. I, want to do... I don't think anybody's going to say that. No, but I, I, don't want to be, I don't want to bang the same drum, but I do want to do the challenge. Yeah. You know, and if we get that opportunity to do it again, brilliant. I've, the bikes we're on this year, we have still got, so the guys that own it have said, look, if you want them, they're still there. But I have spoken to a manufacturer to see if we can get some back in, mm-hmm. just to say, still be bog standard machinery as such, but it'd be nice to do it under an, an umbrella of a colour, yeah. Yeah. rather than Jack Russell just trying to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, if they this manufacturer says, there's four stock, stock bikes and a, an engine for the sidecar, you know, from a privateer's point of view, obviously they're not going to give me bikes. I'll, I'll pay for them as such, but it would just be hopefully discounted as such. Yeah. Um, and then we could put some the right parts into them to make them good super stock bikes. If then we're in a position to do it. If someone said to you, um, "We'll give you a proper super twin and a proper super sport bike, but just them two to go at that," would you sacrifice the all the rest? To do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, so you, yeah, to get, no, I mean, yeah. to like to go at a result yeah, and that. Yeah. So you would, you would rather have a go at that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, just in case <coughs> someone's absolutely. watching, you know, you might end up. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so if, yeah, that's what your mindset you know, side, is. You side sidecar, yeah. we're definitely going to be there. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, so say. But even if someone Russell, said. Russell Racing came on board and said, right, there's an R6 yeah. for Mr. Russell. I'd be like, only if I'm a teammate with Dino, because that'd be amazing. Just a bit team yeah. Dean Harrison. But you know what? So say someone came on board and said, right, there's an R6. Yeah. Properly. Would you sacrifice the sake if they said you can ride a super twin and a, I'm being bad here, sport. and a super sport bike, two, like say my super sport bike and Farquhar super twin or something, you know, mm. something like, or Dean's or whatever, and said, these but are, there's no, there's no sake here. Vicky's not hopefully going he's, to He's thinking to this. about this one, isn't he? <laughs> no, I probably would sacrifice yeah, it for yeah. a year yeah, yeah, to, just do to, that, to do that. And then yeah. the next year you could just get Just to see what I could do, if well, I'm honest. Do, if yeah, I had do a good... Do you, sorry, do you feel that you you would get better results if you didn't concentrate on going for the 10 or the 8? I, not I, on the machinery I'm on, because yeah. the machinery I'm on is, is you know... Yeah, he's riding it as so hard as you can. We are literally... We did 116 on that Aprilia this year that mm-hmm. was... 94 horsepower and they have mega bikes out of the crate but it, we had maxis suspension on it road bo- race body work uh standard electronic standard air filter this is a six standard brakes yeah, 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 so yeah you know we just put a, an r vfr 750 bastardized tank on it just to do the two laps um 
and we went racing, you know, yeah. and it was, oh, I put a big screen on it because you need a bit of wind protection. protection for your neck. But we went racing and last year we struggled because they had to, we had to knock the, the 500 RPM off and we actually went a little bit lower than that just to be safe. Mm. So if we did get caught, you know, if we did get pulled in, it was like, you're definitely not cheating as such, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but it fucking killed the bike. Literally, yeah. I was just like, this is absolutely rubbish. Yeah. This year, obviously, we could do that. So we just plugged it back in, you know, dialed in those, as technical as I can get, the numbers into that, into the what, box. what do you call it? Parameters into the... You know what I'm in, on about. Into the... Not yeah, Motec, it's just... Dynajet box. Rejetted it for yeah. 11,500 RPM. And again, I, as soon as I got on the bike, I was like, oh, this is... Because that, that bike actually makes power right to 11. Like some right. bikes don't, and that's why yeah. he felt that it died because yeah. we have yeah, one as we well. just cut all fuel at 10.8 just so if we get pulled in. but it just killed the bike yeah I think we did 113 or 112 or something it was like I was like that's embarrassing in terms of yeah, what yeah. we could have done in respect yeah and then this year up the, that limit um, and we just kept plodding away just just enjoyed the ride you know it's, I was knackered I fell asleep before the race but as soon as I got on the bike and got going just loved it, you yeah. know, and, and you're racing that TT course. So like Lee said earlier on, never going to go for a podium. But for me, just to race this course yeah, and just to see those people waving you on and clapping is what I live for in terms of, well, hopefully one day if Russell Road Racing comes on, Russell Racing comes on board and says there's an R6, we could push up the echelons. Yeah. But reality is I ain't got any money to go. Because a lot of the, it's a money sport, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, and unfortunately if, if it's, just to pay for an engine refresh. I can't afford fucking five grand for an engine refresh. Thanks anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of them. But I'm happy doing what we can. So if we get the manufacturer on board and we can say there's all 10 races, yep. brilliant. If someone turned around and said there's a Super Twin Super Sport and you can't do anything else, if it's a good one, then I probably would definitely consider it. And I'd have a year off it. If you've got, if you you've go. got any super fast Super Sport or Super Twin bikes, uh... For, for but I'd like Russell. to do testing beforehand. That's the, the other oh, thing. Oh, now as well. he wants some more. He wants I tell you what, he's not easily placed this one, is it? We can't, we can't tell you if you look like hard work. <laughs> I think from a safety point. <laughs> I want a wild card in MotoGP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be happy. Set, <laughs> steady weekend in Valencia just to, <laughs> just to get a tan. <laughs> right, let's finish this off. Steve Plater's quick fire questions. One or the other, no explanation needed. Ready? Dunlop or McGuinness? McGuinness. Lee Johnson or Steve Plater? Steve Player. <laughs> Ginger Hall to Ramsey or Ramsey to Cronomona? Ginger Hall to Ramsey. Ooh. Lager or beer? Lager. Sidecar or solo? Both. No. Virtual no. sidecar or Russell Racing R6? Fuck's sake. <laughs> We're not going. We're not leaving this. You've got to be out in five minutes. <laughs> Don't want to push for an answer. I'd take the virtuals. Right, sidecar, nice. Outright lap record or senior TT win? Uh, neither, so I'll just go senior TT win. Right, Falklands or UK? UK. <laughs> As a passenger, Tom Birchall or Callum Crow? Callum. Nice. And then finally, pineapple or never pineapple on pizza? Pineapple. Oh. Steve will be happy with that. Mike, absolute pleasure. We need to get you in for part two so we can talk all about the RAF. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mike Russell. Mike Jack Russell. 
I, I keep forgetting people refer to him as Jack Russell, but I don't know why. I forgot to ask him. See, if Steve was here... Steve would have got... He would have got that information. He would have got that yeah. I didn't know that information, so I didn't know not to ask that question. It's funny that, because, you know, you get your notes given to you, and you research, and I, I bring it on my iPad. What do you do? Sit on your hands and then answer your phone halfway through a podcast. The amount of editing, guys, that goes into this, because Lee Johnston is so busy on his phone, is unbelievable. I'm telling you, right, being liked is a bloody hard, hard it's a struggle, it's, it's a burden, <laughs> do you know? I'm, I'm just glad you've never had to carry that burden. And I, and I never will. Yeah, good. And I'll never have to. But, cracking chat with him, and I'm interested to find out more about, like, his, his real life job in the RAF. Oh, yeah. That but that actually cool there's not there's not many people that are out, like have a normal that's not really a normal day job where you're like genuinely intrigued to but yeah. that being in the RAF is like yeah. I bet he's got some good stories. What do you do work at work at Lidl? All right, fair dues. Depends what aisle though, because when they do their section where all that stuff you you can buy. Oh, the middle aisle. Unbelievable. What's the most random thing you've ever seen in the middle aisle? I saw a tig canoe. Oh, blow up kayak. I bought once. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have anywhere to bring it. There's no water. Didn't fit in the bath. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm joking as well? I tried. Right, that's your challenge for the next podcast, bringing something from the middle aisle of Lidl. I'm skinned. Now that's it for another episode of the TT Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, make sure you take a moment to leave a rating. Tell us how much you're missing Steve Plater because we're going to read them out to him. He He wants some love while he's away. But me and Lee will be back next week and here is a little taster of what's to come. Do you know what? This year at the TT, I didn't know how I was going to kind of feel, but I'm, I was lucky enough to get two laps on the course. Yeah. And as much as I loved it, when I got back, I went, yeah, I'm done. And it happened the way I wanted to do it yeah, last yeah. year. I always, I never wanted to like be forced to stop the TT out because it had been yeah. so much of my life. And then last year, as much as I enjoyed the race, I got off and I thought, yeah, no, that's it. That episode will be available next week on this podcast feed, but if you can't wait until then, it's available to watch right now. If you head over to ttplus.iomttracers.com, sign up. It is completely free, and you'll be able to watch that episode right now. Either way, we'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now.